Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Central. We are back. I am Farrell, and I am joined by not one but two of my dear friends. Mr. Mike Johnson, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself, sir? I'm all right. How's it going in, in your house? It sounds like there's a um, a meeting going on in the background. We have a lot of things going on here. This is definitely the most activity we've had uh, post 7 p.m. in weeks. So, um, yeah, I'm on a call. Uh, my wife's on a call. Uh, so, yes. Congratulations and condolences. So what's yeah. new? Give us, a, give us a highlight from Mike Johnson's life. Yeah, I got a chance to get out of town. I went to uh, the hinterlands of Minnesota the last weekend, and it was it was nice to uh, not be around anything or anyone for a while. It was just kind of after being kind of cooped up in an apartment for the past uh, is it five months now. So right, yeah, uh, so it's good to be away. Also, in it, we um, the owner of a new car now. As well, Ooh. So. Because the other one blew up on me. So, well, it was threatening to die for several years. So, congratulations! Yeah. yeah. So you were in Minnesota. How, how, yes. many, how many bites do you have? Oh, <laughs> in the first twenty minutes of being there, I was MRFing the the bugs in the woods that were we were walking through. So, uh, I think most of them are gone by now. But uh, day two or three, I had like yeah, a good dozen. Yeah, the bugs will find you in Minnesota. And if you're curious as listeners to what that sound is, that sounds like somebody tumbling through time. It's Ryan Dolan. How are you, Dolan? <laughs> I don't know why you can't sit still. I'm good. It does not, I was on mute. But does the mute not work? I don't know if the mute doesn't work, but I heard a lot of tumbling. <laughs> <laughs> so it probably doesn't work for you throwing your phone or whatever device you're recording on around the room. I'm, yeah. I'm sure you heard that a lot as a child. Dolan? Sit still. <laughs> Ryan, yeah. please sit down, Ryan. Ryan, it was please more sit. like it was more like, can I just go out? Can I go outside? Can I go outside? Right. But what, so what, what, just what were of, they saying to you? Uh, the, well, I think I was just mostly ignored. Oh. <laughs> Neglected. Dad Dad wasn't home a lot, you know. Oh, well, this this wild one turned sad. Um, <laughs> so what's new in your life, Dolan, other than um, it sounds like you got uh, well, some par- perishables? Yeah, I got. I just came back from the store. Uh, I'm starting to eat uh, vegetables from my garden because I grew a big garden during COVID, and um, I had some cucumbers, some tomatoes, ate eggplant for the first time, and that was actually way better than what people have been telling me. Oh, eggplant can uh, be great. I I always yeah. had a terrible yeah. opinion of eggplant because I only ate it the way my mother cooked it, which was oh yeah to death into mush. But sure. if you don't kill it, it's really good. You know, I, I skipped to highlight. I hate to cut in. Okay. Stopped over and picked up some of Dolan's garden goodies. And let me tell you, he's got a system there. I was more than impressed by what he's got going on. And also the, the output and the quality was top notch. Uh, I'm going to have to go over for some kale. We were supposed to do that last weekend. I never got around to it. All right. I, my tomato plants are just, I've got four or five on the vine, but I got picked clean by some squirrels. Although I will uh, say, we found a dead squirrel in the yard. I don't know if it was suicide or murder, but <laughs> <laughs> or if I should not eat my tomatoes. <laughs> Have you uh, talked to your dogs about that? Uh, no, it, it it did not look. The dogs aren't allowed in the yard on their own because of the uh, new grass and whatnot. Uh, you know, you spend three hundred dollars on perennials. You don't want the dogs out in the yard. But um, no, this seemed to be squished and kind of on the ground. I think it fell to its death or died and then fell but by the time we found it it was quite uh, far along on its decomposition 
but one one less one less uh, squirrel to eat my stuff. All right, let's talk about baseball, shall we? <laughs> I mean, if you want. Well, we don't want to hear what what, uh, what Jill's talking about in the background, so we should got we got to keep piping up. All right. All right. So we're uh, we're about twenty games in for most teams, so that's about a third of the way through this weird ass season. Um, I've been watching a lot of Cardinals since they came back, but uh, like uh, Dolan, what's been what's going on in uh, Royals country? Well, uh, tonight was interesting. There's a there was a doubleheader because we're playing the Reds, and the Reds had a couple uh, uh, positive tests in between the two Royal series. Um, but Matt Harvey, former Mets pitcher, made his Royals debut tonight against Trevor Bauer. Um, so that was interesting. Like his the first inning, he was actually pitching well. He's he's riding his fastball up to 95, throwing three different pitches for strikes, and then you know. He, he pitched like three innings and got a couple home runs. He was on a low pitch count, but you know, the, the potential is always there with him. So, you know, you get uh, real excited. And for some reason I thought we signed him to a two year deal. So I was real excited that if he could get it together this year, that it just, just win, win, win. But uh, no, it's, it's a one year deal. So I, I don't, why did we even sign him? I don't know. Well, someone's <laughs> got a pitch. Yeah. <laughs> the dark sure. night. He's been, he's been a mess for about three years. Did they win the game or is it still going on? Mm- no, we had this doubleheader, so we lost the we lost five zero. But then, Brad Keller, who's actually uh, started the season off on like the COVID list, uh, has pitched like eighteen straight shutout innings. He had a no hitter going through six, so we won the first, lost the second. Oh, all right. How do the Reds look? Uh, the Reds look okay. I mean, their starting pitching is uh, real solid. I mean, they had this guy was a Castillo pitched the first game, oh, and he's good. He, he didn't pitch that great today, but like, man, his stuff is amazing and then bowers uh just one hit us over seven innings shut out uh and then you know they've they've been dealing with some injuries and people they've missed some people with covid so they haven't put it together yet and they're running out of time who's got the covid you want to know didn't soto start off the season and then there's a couple other tests but um the couple guys tested positive so soto from you know is there another soto Listen, what's what Juan said? Was he Braves? He's on Nationals. World champion Nationals. Who's the young guy for the Reds that is really good? Well, I think Nick Senzel uh, self-reported and then came off. Uh, yeah, and he's been he's been battling injury, so he's yeah. just gotten it, gotten it going this past week. Um, the Royals Royals helped him a little bit, and uh, so he's starting to come into form. But they're nine and twelve right now. Just. A game and a half better than the Royals, but they're they're trying to get fat on the Royals, huh? They are, they are, but we're we're playing in five hundred. I saw you belly aching about the Royals um, bullpen on Twitter. Is that, uh, that correct? It might have just been like a, a brief a brief thing because they're actually their bullpen is actually. Uh, a couple of guys are really good. They got Trevor Rosenthal, and he's throwing high nineties. Uh, they got the rookie Josh Stamont that the Cubs announcers just salivated over uh, a couple weeks ago, who th- throws a hundred. And they've had him five years in the system. He's always been wild, and this year he's got control. So he's our future closer. He throws a hundred, hundred two with a, a, a eighty-four mile an hour curveball. His ball when he throws it, if you haven't seen it, Farrell, it looks like a frisbee. It's this guy is unreal. Um, First time I saw it was they played the Cubs, and it was uh, the, the announcers were going crazy. So I messaged Dolan like, "This is this guy looks insane because it it literally was like uh, like a wiffle ball." So hmm, no, I've not seen it. I'll check it out. Stoma. Yeah, he's 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 one of those one uh, must watch guys, and I I think we have him for another five years. So 
because he just figured it out. So I must have just caught you on a bad night. <laughs> yes. I don't. I don't try to stare directly at your Twitter, Dolan. I just kind of get a get a feel for it and then glance away. Yeah, no, it's that's smart. It's smart to do that. You were. It seemed like you were trying to pick a fight with the Cardinals general manager a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, that's I. I think I was just having fun with the fact. I mean, let's talk about the real. The real central story is you being a Cardinals fan. Well, we'll, and the get, Cardinals we'll get there in a minute. I just don't want to start with my stuff. Um, All right. <laughs> while we're on the Cardinals and Covis, though, I still I want to stay in Kansas City and get off of baseball. Your, okay. your world champion Chiefs are going to have fans in the stands. How stupid is that? Uh, like a 20, 20% capacity. No, that, so it's like people don't want. Yeah, but it's outdoor. It's an outdoor stadium. It's, it's not like there's things overhanging. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't understand. Or actually, there's a more upsetting thing happening this week. They're having a, a wrestling tournament, a, a kids' a high school wrestling tournament in Kansas City at the at the old Kemper Arena. Twenty five hundred kids from all over the country and their parents are wrestling in Kansas City. And the mayor's like, <laughs> the parents, mayor's the like, parents are wrestling. The, the, <laughs> The the mayor's like, yeah, this seems to be against our protocol, but he's letting it happen. And then the health commissioner, I don't know what his deal is, is like, yeah, it's fine. And he's the one he's the one that also signed off on the chief's thing. So I don't understand what the mayor why the mayor even exists if he's just gonna let this crap uh happen and let my parents and everybody's parents uh, die in Kansas City. Yeah, follow the money. Yeah, follow the money. That high school wrestling, the chill, kids wrestling is that's where all the money is. Alex's big hotel is getting at him right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, big, big days in. So I will say this, Ryan. We can get off it, but if if the Chiefs were not having fans and only the Cowboys were having fans, you would bury the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, you would. I mean, I just found out about the Chiefs thing, it was and just so I've, today, yeah. I haven't like read enough about it, but I mean that. I think the twenty percent max. If it was anything more than that, I, I would have been like, "This seems pretty stupid." And you know, and ba- and also, there's no guarantee. I mean, they can pull it at any time. Yeah. They're not saying right. it's guaranteed. I think they so. should just make all the teams not have fans to make it. Easy. Yeah, I mean, the NFL. I mean, that would be you know a, a decent commissioner. All right. <laughs> okay, so you want to talk about the Cardinals? We can talk about the Cardinals. Yeah, what's it like to be sitting at how how many weeks were they just sitting at five games? Uh. About two, two and a half. Yeah, it's like ten days. Yeah, um, I think their last game was towards the end of July, and they had an off day in Milwaukee, and then all hell broke loose. So, yeah, I I don't know if it feels this whole season. I don't know if it's just because I'm a Cardinal fan, and my team particularly has had a weird go of it. It almost feels like just enjoy it. It doesn't matter. Like I'm watching all the games, and I'm happy to see them back. The, the real team's not really back. The Cardinals are throwing out. I don't know, Mike, if you've watched any of these games against the Cubs. A little, yeah. They're, they're, the Cardinals are throwing out pitchers you've heard of one game, and then the second game of the doubleheader, they're having eight. I mean, this week they've had eight um, debuts, major league debuts. So the fact that they're even competitive is uh, close to a shock for me. But, you know, the whole season kind of feels like this. Yeah. A weird not entity. Are, are there? Go ahead. I'll say if this were a normal season, they, a lot of the guys that you're seeing pitching the, the series against the Cubs, they would be in double A because of just how the progression goes. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that, yeah. that, poor, that poor guy that gave up four straight home runs uh, to the White Sox on Sunday, I've never heard of him. And I've 
I I think that I'm a fairly up to up to date Cardinal fan, mm-hmm. and I've never heard of that guy. So there's been like three of those where I'm like, who's this now? God, that can destroy a pitcher's whole career. Yeah, having an outing like that. Yeah, four. He got the first two outs, and then he gave up four straight home runs. <laughs> it's just like, oh, somebody get him out. I don't care who you have to throw. Someone get him out. But the Royal, the Royals put a like before they did, you know, they did the World Series run. They threw a rookie and had him start in Yankee Stadium against some lineup that just destroyed him. And I don't know if he ever saw the majors again. Oh yeah, definitely messed up Mike Mayers a couple of years ago when the Cardinals did it to him on Saturday Night Baseball against the Cubs. But I, you know, yeah. I'll say this: you know, they've looked pretty sharp defensively, and they fit fairly well when you've known the, who the pitcher was. But they're not even. I don't, it doesn't seem particularly fair. Like, uh, I think um, uh, Flaherty pitched today for the first time since July. So he only threw an inning and two thirds. So they're like in the first week of spring training. <laughs> yeah. And, and they managed to win that game. So good on them. But it, it just, the whole thing feels a little, a little weird. Like I'm, like I'm dreaming it. <laughs> you know, they're missing Molina's out, DeYoung's out, Martinez is out. Uh, who else is up? Like three, three uh, relief pitchers are out, so they're missing a, a good swath of players. But I mean, I, I don't think they're going to be the last team that goes through this. Well, I mean, hopefully they're the last team that has guys hang out at a casino. See, I don't think that happened. <laughs> I mean, I've been looking for the evidence that that happened, and they looked at all the tapes, and that didn't happen. I think. Yeah, I think we're that's. Um, oh, go ahead, Fred. You, you probably know. Yes. Yeah, there was pictures of some Cardinals who had gone to a concert weeks beforehand at a casino. I don't know where it was. People thought that was during this and it wasn't, but I I don't know. I don't know what they were up to. Well, I mean, those two Cleveland Indians pitchers, (laughs) they got Clevenger and uh, please. please Did you even hear like how, like, like there's a MLB security guard at the entrance of the hotel. Like, so he showed up, please. That shows up five hours late. to like, curfew and then is like so and he's got to like basically walk past this guy whose job is to look for guys like police that coming in <laughs> um so like and it, like you have to know that's there right like the thing you're doing you know it's breaking the protocol and you're going to get caught in a way well that's dan. Kind of is that dan's kid it's got i believe be so right? yeah so he grew it's up kind of- he grew up rich you know i don't want to bury the kid but his video of not apology explanation that he shot. He shot on Instagram or whatever Facebook. Yeah, Instagram while driving. Yeah, like a, a very expensive SUV without wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> someone made a actually- comment, yeah about that about how it's like for someone who's on video saying how much you care about other people's lives, you're not wearing a seatbelt and you're driving an SUV while staring at your uh, your cell phone. Right. Well, with, he, he actually visible golf was- clubs in the back of the car. <laughs> Oh, I know. Yeah, the golf clubs was a great touch. Like, take it, taking us very seriously. He was actually wearing a seatbelt, but for some reason, it was under his arm. Like you could see it, like a, a, no. a couple times. Okay, I, I apologize. But I'm just wrong about that. But also, why? What? Why is he five? Why is he wearing the seatbelt under his arm? What the? Probably so you don't see it. <laughs> he doesn't want it to. Maybe he thinks he's got nice collarbones. I don't know. Do you know how hard it is to iron silk. But that, I mean, those leather seats look nice. I don't know if that was a Navigator or what that was, but that was a nice-looking car. So those two got caught and sent home. So I think it's going to happen again. I mean, I don't know who that happened with the Reds. And, you know, guys, it's just going to happen. It's got, I, you know, 
I think it's going to be, there's going to be some folks that deserve to be, you know, called under the carpet for like terrible behavior that put other people at risk. I think some other guys are just going to get it at the dry cleaners and that's, you know, that's what happens. So we can't be blaming everybody all the time. All right. I'm interested, Mike, in asking you, I I could talk about whatever. This is going to be a free form kind of podcast today, but what your impressions, I, this is my first time being able to watch the Cubs because I figured out how to download the marquee network onto my Roku. So pretty sweet there. Um, What, what, what do you think of the new fangled Cubs with their new manager? Any, any major differences? Um, in terms of major, I think just the the thing I noticed just uh, obviously uh, the lineup construction uh, is different. You got uh, usually Bryant leading off. Um, the the interesting thing is uh, Kimbrel and Lester like are two of Ross's former teammates, and those are kind of like two folks that you're not counting on at all for for anything. Um, and after blowing up huge early in the season. Kimbrell is and knocking on wood as I can seems to have uh, regained some semblance of normalcy. Uh, who knows how long it'll last, but the last couple outings like did a good job of like, okay, you, you blew up, uh, go work on your stuff. Well, you brought him in a good situation, like where it wasn't, they were down by seven and uh, mm-hmm. you know, just get some work in. It was like a, a situation where to keep them in the game would have helped the cause. He did. It's like gave him that bit of confidence. And then, uh, he was throwing hard today. Yeah. I mean, that was the hardest he's thrown all year, I believe. Um, seems like he's gotten control of it. So, um, so I think little, little things like that, uh, that's, I really can't tell much else other than there doesn't seem to be a lot of uh, drama or anything coming out of it. There's more of like, here's what we're going to do and stay the course. I don't know how much the management or uh, upper management has to buy here. They're very, um, Whatever they're doing with their uh, COVID procedures is what others have started to copy or have asked them for help in doing it. Almost like when you get a good, good groundskeeper, they want to know what your secret is, or whatever. Or, you know, what's the thing you're doing? Hmm. Uh, it seems like that. Uh, whatever they're doing is keeping is getting around, and people are interested. In it. So that's something that uh, is of interest. What was was what was the drama last year? Was was I mean was I mean, there stuff? Yeah, I mean Madden leaving. Will he be signed again? Uh, th- that kind of stuff. Um, getting Kimbrel midseason uh, and him not performing. Uh, them not doing well after starting off, you know, decently. The there's a lot of lingering hangover stuff from you know, missing the playoffs and uh, getting bounced early. So it just seemed like. I think maybe the best thing to say is like Rizzo kind of put it very succinctly during an interview. He's like, this could be the last time we're all together. Like he's like, I may not be up here next year. Cause he's got an option. So, and there's other guys too. We're going to pick that up. That's the worst contract in the history of baseball. He's getting paid like 10 bucks. So. Uh, well, I'd, I'd heard recently that there was a rift um, last year in that team because somebody slept with somebody else's oh, come on. significant other. And then come it on. caused, that's, no, that's Ryan Sandberg. Yeah. That was in 1984. <laughs> that, that's, that's what I heard that it was a big blow up. And, uh, well, you can't do that with the COVID. So that, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I doubt that one or both of those people are still there. Oh boy. Well, I don't want to go into that. If it's true. Yeah. Or that. Uh, 
I didn't get to see Bryant very much. How's he doing? Uh, he's had some little nicks in here and there. Um, his shoulder, his shoulder right? still seems to be a thing, but this one recently was he had an injection for a wrist um, that was bugging him. I don't know what that was, but he's out for like until Friday, I believe. Just says um, it like takes it. So. He was in left field. Was that last night or the night before? Which I found interesting because I feel like he has more value at third base. That might have been a throwing arm thing because of his wrist that I didn't know about. I just feel like Bryant Starr has lost a little of its shine lately. For sure. He was on track, man. He comes out like a house on fire with uh, a rookie of the year, MVP kind of stuff. So he looked to be, on. yes, as you mentioned, on track for for big things. And he's kind of stayed there. Like he hasn't gotten much better and kind of pulled back a bit. Like his RBI totals last year has been like in the 80s, which is is fine, but – I think um, what he was showing was superstar type potential. Right. He's turned into a very good player. Yeah. They, they, they thought more of that. He'll play well, for another decade. You know, well, Baez, Baez is a star. He still swings at those sliders in the dirt, but Baez is a star. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty to watch even when he's striking out. For right. sure. He's just a fun player. What do you guys think of um, of the – do you think there's any brouhaha? Oh, I, I'll start with this. Uh, I've been watching Tatis a lot. Because I've been watching the Padres, it seems like the Padres played the Dodgers every game. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of Dodgers Padres game, and the, the Dodgers have won most of them. But the Padres look pretty plucky, so I've enjoyed watching them. And Tatis is a star, uh, so I'm going to let you. I'm going to not beat on you, Mike, as a White Sox fan about that trade. But I'll tell you that I heard. I can't remember. Dolan, stop moving. <laughs> What are you doing? I'm like I like moved like an inch. Yeah, <laughs> you got one hot mic. It sounds like you're playing. Uh, it sounds like you're playing a washboard. Um, <laughs> also, are you breathing into it? Yeah, Maybe you might you're... be breathing into it. Good lord! Yeah, well, they just tell me to move my mic. Boy, hey, anyway, I think we are. That's what I'm trying <laughs> to tell you. Um, that yeah, he might have just been breathing. <laughs> That uh, Tatis uh, tried out for the Cardinals like over a dozen times, and they never signed him. So a lot of people missed the boat on Tatis. But yeah, uh, yeah, oh, what a great player! But yes, does anybody have any problem with him swinging on that three zero pitch? I think that's stupid. Not at all. Because um, unless you're going to do the same thing when you're up big and it's no two pitch, you're going to groove me one. Then no, it's. Uh, the, I think the only thing in there that might be of note is the, the manager who kind of like threw him on the bus said he missed a sign. And so that if anything, that's like, oh, well, then take him to the side. Like, hey, you missed a sign. Don't. That was a take yeah. there. If they think he ignored the sign. They should call him in the office and say, I don't care. Don't yeah. ignore signs. But I don't but think the- it needs to be a conversation, a story. No, and they don't need to say that either. And they don't. And the other team doesn't know he missed the sign. They just they threw at the next guy because they were mad that he. Th- I'm like, don't give up. Don't give up seven more runs than you score, and then don't go three zero on account. And baseball's not football. It's not. There's no time limit, so they can score eleven runs in the ninth inning, and you can lose that game. That's what. Yeah, somebody. Saying. What you were talking about with all the rookie pitchers now. I mean, everybody has a bunch of pitchers that are like you know rookies this year especially with you know staffs that are like quarter to half of these guys like there's not a safe safe lead uh anytime but except especially this year i mean the Cardinals played eight games in five days everybody's bullpens are just like it's just a mess yeah 
No, it's stupid, and and baseball needs to get over it. The the the, the stupid the, one of the many stupid things was Hosmer telling the other team that uh, he was going to talk to Tatis during the game, like motioning to them. And then you see him talking to Tatis in the dugout, and Tatis is got is like, "You got to be kidding me." Meanwhile, when Tosfer was with the Royals, they talked so much trash in 2014 and 2015. They were the most trash talking, swagging, swagging group of guys around. And and now it's, he's the fun police. Give me a break. Right. And Hosmer's best talent is going to be like a 60 to whatever. You know, pick it. No, yeah. It. Oh, yeah. Tatis is like 80s across the board. He's got three times more bats, and, and Tatis is already crushing him in war. I mean, it's like. It's not even close. But it is fun to know that their manager's name is Jace Tingler. I did not know that. Yeah, that's a um, <laughs> an auto-generated video game name. You know? <laughs> Jace Tingler. It just sounds like something someone who's cheating on their wife would sign in at, at a motel. <laughs> uh, Tingler. Jace Tingler. <laughs> um, so speaking of Tatis, uh, so I was just going out. He I just saw his uh, walk-up song. He changed it tonight uh, to "Crime Your River." So, <laughs> so no, check out the clip. <laughs> so yeah, easy. I, I get, I get the feeling he doesn't really care. I mean, no, especially last night uh, when he stole the base on the guy. Um, this same guy, the pitcher who threw behind him at threw behind Machado after he hit the home run. Yeah, he's second, still third. Up by four or five or something like that. Yeah. It was early though, but yeah, they're already up and he's he still third on him. <laughs> so stop him. So stop him. You don't like yeah. him, stop him. All right. Uh hey, what, what do you guys want to talk about? Anything uh stood out to you so far? We're almost a third of the way through this mess. I, when's the I think the uh trade deadline's the thirty first. Thirty first, yeah. So that's <laughs> like uh, eleven yeah. days away. That's crazy. Um, especially because you're the cards are 13 games in now. Is that where they're at or so? Or 15, somewhere there? Um, they are, I think there's 10 games in. No, 13, you're right. Yeah. Um, six and seven. So they got to decide, are they in or out? You know, if they want to make any <laughs> trades. So that's going to be quite insane. You know, everybody was concerned about, like, you know, the good teams starting off slow. But, I'm, you know, I'm looking at the standings, and, and, and for the most part, the the teams that you expected to be in the playoffs in a normal season are all just kicking butt. Dodgers are eighteen and seven. Cubs are sixteen and eight. Uh, Atlanta is, is in first, but they're just not by a, a huge amount. Oakland sixteen and eight. Minnesota's and Indians are running away the Central, and then the Yankees are killing everybody. And then with the Rays are right there, so it's like the worry about like hey some uh, or, or maybe the excitement of like some crappy team might you know pull off a winning streak and make the playoffs doesn't seem to be. Anywhere close, except for the the Marlins are nine and nine in second place. <laughs> yeah, Marlins. In the but that's it. That's it, though. That's the and they probably won't last. Well, the Diamondbacks were terrible to start and have now gotten hot. The Cubs were really hot for a long time and cooled off a little bit of late. Mm-hmm. A little bit, but it feels like maybe what I thought was that. Yeah, I agreed with that thought that there might be more. Sure, that's exciting to think about. But I think may it, it may just reinforce teams that don't think they have much of a chance may not even be posting. I mean, I don't think the Pirates. If you told the Pirates they didn't have to play, they'd be like, "Thank you." <laughs> oh God, yeah, I just saw the record. They are just they're tanking. Who's the who's the big stud? Uh, there's a, a a number one pick next year who's supposed to be oh, one yeah. of the generational so, talents. Yeah, there's already a campaign of uh, you know. Tank for whatever the guys, uh, yeah, some pitcher, I believe, but I can't. Uh, uh, it just doesn't seem like a good idea. 
Well, I think because the, the rules too. Um, oh yeah, it's, it's, Kumar. it's it's Kumar. What? It's Kumar Rocker from Vanderbilt. Yeah, he's, he's a stud. So I mean, he was, uh, he was the number one pick. Uh, I mean, he was like a top five pick in high school, and he went to college instead. Nice. What were you saying, Mike? Oh, that uh, if you have the worst record, you don't get the the first pick. It's I think there's a, a waiting system or something on there, or MLB can select and choose. Oh, it's not no. set just yet. Uh, if they give it to the Red Sox, I'll throw up. Oh yeah, no, that can't that cannot happen. They can't have one bad season and then come away with like the best pitcher in 15 years. All right, so for next podcast, uh, I'm going to say it on here so we don't forget. <laughs> Uh, why don't we come up with some trade ideas and we'll talk before the, before the trade deadline, you know, as wild as you like, maybe one, one that yeah. you think is plausible and one wild one. Does that sound like a plan? Yeah. Matt Harvey for Tatis's younger brother Nothing, that may or may no, not exist. I'm not, not something that's going to make people angry, Ryan, but <laughs> something that'd be like, here's a big one. Here's a blockbuster, like a, like an Arenado type deal. Sure. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, let's. Uh, it's good talking to you fellows about baseball. I'm happy to be back in the mix watching some. Uh, I don't. Yeah, really- I didn't realize how much I enjoyed watching it until I was able. I didn't have anything to do, and I was able to watch multiple games. I was watching the Kenta Maeda near no hitter, um, like just a lot of Stadio Padres games, Dodgers. You know, when I'm going to bed, those are the ones that are on. Yeah, those late night uh, West Coast games are great, and there's mm-hmm. usually a game on during the day. That if you're like me and you run an improv theater, you've got lots of time. <laughs> or, or if I'm doing yard work, I can listen on MLB TV on my phone. That doesn't sound right, but you know what I mean. No, oh, yeah, I do that all the time. I probably I listen to it more on my phone, the radio, than I do actually watch it. I do like. I, I, there are some of the radio broadcasts are great, but some of them are like if I get a chance to listen to uh, Euchre, I'll listen to Euchre all day. He was. They were playing maybe the Cubs, I can't remember who, and I was walking someplace listening, and Euchre went did three he went three stories deep on amputees. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like it's just like, holy crap, this guy's got three amputee stories. And I don't know where it started from, but it was great. But there's some other ones, like Mike, I tried to listen to the White Sox. Dar- Darren Jackson's hard to listen to. Oh, yeah. It's um I think their T V broadcast shines in there. Radio broadcast uh, is a little tough. Well, he's just, it seems like he got infected with the, the ego problem that some of his co co-hosts had over the years. He's just, he's a little smarmy. I don't enjoy listening to Darren Jackson, but I would love to get into white size games because it, they're a fun team. Robert pisses me off with the Cardinals should have Robert. He's really good. Did you, I, I think I sent you guys that uh, video link of Robert calling off the fly ball to left field. Uh, oh. And Eli, Eli Jimenez just stand there with his arms crossed, like because yeah. he didn't have to move. And I guess that's the thing, though, is Robert likes to. Yeah, Robert uh, goes from from yeah. left field to right field. I saw that where he just stared at him with his hair, head kind of <laughs> cocked. And him and Jimenez is really good. That guy can hit. They got a lot of players who can hit. All right, let's go to uh, birthdays and then let's get out of here. Um, so I thought I'd pick one that has a connection with all three of us. Happy. 62nd birthday to Gary Gaetti. Oh, yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah, good old GG. Gary Gaetti had a 42 war in 20 seasons he he played, 20 seasons. Wow. 360 home runs. His OPS plus is just below average at 97. <laughs> but uh, he 
I I know him mostly as a twin because the Twins tormented the Cardinals in the eighties. But he also played with the Royals, the Cardinals, and the Cubs. I don't remember him as a Cub. Yeah, end of his career. He was on that '98 Cub team that made it to the playoffs, and you know played 130. He played 37 games. Pardon me. Uh, he had a nickname that I never heard of. Do you know what his nickname was? Ooh, no. It makes sense if you've ever seen a picture of him. The Rat. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> he does look just like a rat. And so I started it's to look very, it up because yeah. I feel like I've in the back of my brain there's this thing that's kind of moving around that like there's something weird about Gary Gaetti. He he was into something weird, or like he was a conspiracy theorist or something. I couldn't figure that out. Uh, but I but his name thing, his nickname thing sent me on a deep dive. So I found this uh, website called the worst nicknames in baseball history. So I thought I'd I'd go through that. The, there's, I'll just do the top ten. Then they're not all bad. Oil Can Boyd's actually a great name. Yeah, I love that uh, one. I think that's the best name of, of since we've been alive. There's not. Uh, there'll never be a. Uh, name the the bird was pretty good, Fidrich. But there's the top two are, are number nine and number eight are the same. Eric Boob McNair <laughs> and Joseph Boob Fowler. Then <laughs> 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 so they got uh, Raymond Snooks Dowd, William Baby Doll Jacobson. <laughs> Yeah. Travis Pronk Hafner. I've never heard of that. Cuddles. Me neither. Clarence Cuddles Marshall. Charles Lady Baldwin. <laughs> and then number one was this guy's name on, on its own was the worst. Johnny Ugly Dickshot. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome That's... to the big Johnny Dick Dickshot. Boy, is that guy ugly. I'm not going to call him Dickshot. I'm going to call him ugly. <laughs> How can we insult him? <laughs> All right. Also, uh, uh, special happy birthday to a uh, fan of the podcast, Brian Dukes. Oh, it's his birthday. Had one recently. Oh. Yeah, uh, recently. All right. Well, happy yeah. birthday, Brian Dukes, wherever you are. Hope you're still in the city. We're all we're all dispersed all over the nation. I I I find out where people are by the pictures they post on Instagram. I mean, that looks like a suburb in California. Okay, off we go. All right. So good talking to you, fellas. Good talking baseball. Happy that all 30 teams are playing currently. We'll see if it's the case when we next meet. Let's move soon, okay? Sounds good. Come yeah. get some, some garden stuff. I will come to your house and get some garden stuff if you promise next time to set up your microphone and then leave it alone. Yes, fine. All right, folks. All right. All right. All right. All right.